Wednesday edition of In the Know as the Grayson County Schools Takeover Week continues again today. You might be listening with us on K105, 1039 The Moose by the WMTL or WKHG app. Watching with us on K105 Digital Productions are always locked in via the podcast that's Spotify, SoundCloud, pretty much we have all of the different options for you to tune in. The Grayson County Schools Week continues today. We have very two very special guests. We're going to get you in the know when it comes to busing and when it comes to eating, two of my favorite things. Of course, we'll hit some of the news headlines, update you on the Olympics, and have some of your updates on food. Lay's chips, they're in the news. We'll let you know about that. But first, we'll bring in our first guest co-host for today. And how about we go busing first? We'll bring in from the Grayson County School Board, Braxton Allen. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. Got a story here. We were talking a little bit before we came on about the Olympics. And I know you said you've watched a little bit of it, right? I watched it. Now, the the question is here is the all of the medals awarded at this year's Summer Olympics are made from recycled electronics. Many electronics contain precious metals like copper, silver, and gold, the same elements needed to make Olympic medals. With hundreds of pounds of the materials destined to become e-waste in Japan each year, the Olympic Committee came up with a plan to put some of it to good use. I read that this morning and thought, well, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Did not know that. Did not know that either, and it, it seems like it's it's smart when you think about it, because, I mean, I guess we need to find a way to, to do all the technology. I'm sure you could walk around the school board office there and see plenty of things that you could now turn into gold medals, right? That's true. That's I'm not true. sure that Jared Grabeel might uh, be a too much of a fan. I won't ask him when I get back. Yeah, ask him when it gets back. Our second guest host for today is also from district office, Christy Hodges. Good morning. How are you? Good. It helps if I turn on your microphone. That does usually help. We'll try that again. Good morning. Good morning. So I have, I know that with your food connection and your job, food services director, is that correct? Yes. Is, obviously, I had to throw something that had some connection into food. And it says here that if you want to improve your sleep, a new study says, you should eat your lunch outside. Sunny lunches help people snooze 35% more soundly. And you only need 15 minutes of sun between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. to get the benefit. Is this something that you agree with or maybe not or had you even thought about it? Hadn't ever thought about it, but it sounds good to me. It sounds pretty decent, and I mean, it, it makes sense, I guess. I think it's kind of the refresher, especially that I think a lot of us spend so much time sitting behind our desks, and I know, like, my office is kind of partly a cave. It's probably nice to kind of get outside, and it just gives you a nice refresh in a lot of ways. Grayson County Schools Week, though, continues today. First off, I want to thank both of you all for taking the time here to join us. Braxton Allen is, what is your official title? Uh, Director of Trans- Transportation and Safety. Director of Transportation Safety. And, Christy, you are the Food Services Director. I've got it down. So we've got food and we've got buses. So two of the most important things. I know you all were kind of, I don't want to say bickering a little bit, but you said that no one's more important. And I know, Christy, you said, well, you we can't feed them if you don't get there. But at the same time, Braxton, you had mentioned that food is always one of the most important portions of the day. But I think it just proves, though, that 
Both of your departments are two of the most important when it comes to running a successful school district. And I think you all would both agree with that. I'm going to quickly hit the headline or hit the weather forecast for today, and then we'll dive into some basic questions for you all as we continue into Grayson County Schools Week. Today, a high near 97 degrees tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 78. Tomorrow, we do have a chance for some evening storms with a high around 98 degrees. Those storms will bring in, you know, some really cool temperatures as Friday, you know, going to have a high of 89 degrees. So I guess, but when when you're thinking that we're almost at 100 tomorrow, I guess 89 will feel good. I, I don't know. It just, just feels weird. But Saturday looking very, very nice, 82 degrees, but again, a chance of rain. And again, we're still looking at that first day of school forecast. And I'm sure Braxton, especially for a bus driver, 82 degrees with no chance of rain probably has to be just about as perfect as it could get for a first day of school for transportation, oh, isn't it? Uh, that's air conditioner on every bus right there. Air conditioner on every bus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as Probably the thing that is music to your ears, I know it's at least music to my ears, is no chance of no chance of rain and no snow. That's correct. No, no snow. snow. No snow. That's probably the worst the worst nightmare. So Grayson County Schools Week, we have already on Monday, we had Adam Cox, the brand new assistant superintendent for Grayson County Schools. Yesterday, we had Monica Heverin and we had Lisa Skaggs. So we learned about Wilkie celebrating their 50 years this year. And then we also learned yesterday about preschool. I know that they're having more registration today, but today, again, we're diving deeper into busing. We're diving deeper into food services. But first, I kind of want to take a step back. And for those listening that might not know either one of you, maybe their kids are going to be incoming preschool or kindergartners. Maybe they're new to the county, or maybe they've never had a, a child and have never known either one of you. I kind of just want to start really basic, and I did this yesterday, and, and it's kind of the joke that, that goes on going, is Judge Executive Kevin Henderson always asks, who's your family? Mm-hmm. So I ask either one of you, I don't care who wants to start, who, who's your family? Kind of give the connections onto where people might say, oh, yes, I do know them. Uh, Christy, we'll, we'll start. Who, who is your family? And, and, and go along there that people might be able to recognize. Um, well, I'm married to Craig Hodges. For 13 years, and um, I have two kids, Hayden and Hadley, that attend Clarkson. Um, my parents are Doug and Karen Bratcher, and uh, my mother-in-law is Sheila Puckett that used to work at the city of okay, Litchfield. There, there's a name I know. And my father-in-law is Greg Hodges. He lives in Hardin County. Okay, so that's good. I'm, I'm sure the people listening immediately are like, okay, yes, now I've drawn the connections. Now, now Braxton, I know you have multiple children as well, right? I do. They were great actors. I remember that's in a right. piece that we did last that's year, right. did, did their, is it the Oscars, did they get mailed to them, right? They might have. Might yeah. have. Yeah. So so who, who are you married to? Are you I'm, married? I am married. Married? Luckily, yes. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> a lot of people don't believe it, but I am. They, uh. I'm married to Emily Allen. She's actually the librarian at Wilkie. Okay. Uh, she taught fourth grade forever. Uh, a lot of people know her over there. Um, my dad is Danny Joe Allen, uh, and my mom is Nancy Kipper. And uh, uh, Emily's uh, mom and dad are Jim and Anna Bratcher of Clarkson. They got deep ties to Clarkson. Okay. Those but, I'm a, but I'm a Litchfield boy. I've been Litchfield. Married. Yeah. Okay, and and where do your kids go then? They go to Wilkie. Wilkie. Well, okay. one goes to Wilkie now, and two at the middle school. Two at the two at the middle school. Yes. Okay. Are they closer? Getting closer to the high school then? Well, uh, my oldest is eighth grade, and my my middle one is, is starting sixth grade. Now, how does that make you feel? 
I, I, I worry about the girl more than the boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, I think, and for the both of you is, and, and I like to hear this a lot when it comes to it, because since you have children in the school district, making sure that your position and your department is incredibly strong is even more important to you. Not that it wouldn't be if you didn't have kids in the district, but I think because you do, I know I'd always talk about this with Mr. Robinson with his two kids in the district. He obviously wants it to be a top-notch district because he obviously wants the best for the kids. And I'm sure that you're the same way when it comes to busing and when it comes to food services, that you want your kids to have the best opportunity. So I'm sure that that's exactly what you strive for. Is that correct, Braxton? That's correct. My, you know, my kids ride the same buses everybody does and eat the same food they all do. So uh, they want good breakfasts and, uh, <laughs> and everything. Cheez-Its and muffins, right? Uh, well, I wasn't going to say it, but you brought it up. Uh, Cheez-Its, yeah, Cheez-Its and muffins. <laughs> <laughs> now, Christy, as a food services director, I think that a lot of people would be very interested in knowing, you know, what is a typical day for you? I mean, I think it sounds like a really cool job, but I don't think anyone really knows, you know, What's a typical day for you look like? Well, I guess we'll say a school day. We'll say when school is in session. Each day is kind of different. That's one of the things that I like about my job because it covers so many different things. Um, But I work on menus, nutritional analysis, um, recipes. But we also deal in a lot of federal programs. So there's a lot of paperwork involved and a lot of financial things. Yes. Bids and procurement of food and equipment and supplies um, and, and managing people. So there's just a lot of different things. Yeah, e- Each day is just different. And you touched on it each day being different. That's one of the things that I really like about my job is that every day just is just a little bit different. And it, it makes things a lot more enjoyable when you look at it. Braxton, same question for you. As a transportation director, what's a typical day? Typical school day for me starts about 6 a.m. That's when buses start rolling. And I'm out and about usually, you know, monitoring that. And then uh, during the day, I'm uh, answering phone calls. I'm scheduling trips, uh, helping uh, tr- uh, train bus drivers. In the afternoon, about the same thing. They, they start in the afternoon session. We get to round two. I go watch round two. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty on the go all the time. But I think, is that one of the more enjoyable parts of your job? Oh, yeah. Every day is different. That's what I like. And and I I would probably agree with that. That's what I kind of like about the media industry is that you never really know what what I'm going to be doing on a typical day. Now, I know, Braxton, we talked with you specifically almost a year ago, which is crazy to think that it's been almost a year. I think it was in early September for a Cougar football game. We did our segment, Cougars in the Classroom, where we like to dive deep into specific departments. And I know, Christy, we also talked to your department. I think we talked to Beth. As well, but I guess 2020, the 21 school year was probably unlike anything you've ever experienced and knock on wood, hopefully we'll ever have to experience again. In each of your departments, how difficult was it to go through the 2020 and go through COVID-19? And and Christy, we'll, we'll start with you in the food services side. It had to be really hard. It was very difficult, but I will say we have a lot of fabulous cooks that work for us that were ready to um, just go with the changes that we needed and, you know, adapt and overcome. Um, But one advantage that we did have is we had already had our Meals on the Bus program up and rolling in previous summers. So we um, had access to buses and we... Before 
the kids even came to the building, um, we were already delivering meals out in the community, and we already had routes established, and um, Braxton was good to work with as far as getting bus drivers for us and everything. And um, then when the kids came to school, it was all new again because now we're feeding in the classroom and kids have to stay so far apart and we, you know, aren't doing offer versus serve on our meals. And um, we were getting canceled out of a lot of our food products um, just because of transportation issues and things like that. So we were just constantly having to adapt to the situation. And I think adapt is one of the key words of 2020. I think because in every industry, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, working in the restaurant industry, the media industry, the the education, medical field, everything was changing so quick. I know that there were probably some days that she created a plan at 9 a.m. and by 1030, just had to crinkle that up in a ball and throw it in the trash can. You don't know how accurate that is. Oh, I'm sure that it probably (laughs) is. Now, Braxton, I know we had talked to you about buses and how, you know, spacing and masks and everything. How hard was that? For your job, it was hard. First thing, uh, I, I watched yesterday, and, and Miss Cash Wilkie brought you a T-shirt, and uh, I'm gonna get this out of the way real quick. Uh, one of our mottos for the buses is we go the extra mile, so I'm gonna go the extra mile and upper, and I'm not gonna get do about Wilkie, so I got you a T-shirt and a uh, well, station umbrella. Oh, an uh, umbrella! Now that's that, right. I'm you, gonna raise the bar a little bit. Talk about so. something that you. Yeah, you always need. That's right. You I, can never have too many umbrellas. I've seen you in the rain on the uh, cover and ball games. Oh, yes. Thank, oh, yes. So Thank that you. man needs an umbrella. I appreciate that. Yes, yeah. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, uh, difficult last year, you know, You know, I, every week it seemed like we had changed something, had changed the way we did things. And I and I always uh, – I, I guess I didn't give my team, the drivers, enough credit because I always dreaded, hey, we got to change again. We got to do this. We got to do that. And every time there was no kickback, uh, there was like, hey, let's do it. Let's get them. Uh, because most of uh, not only transportation but food service teachers everybody they're like you know we'll do whatever it takes let's get the kids in here yeah so uh, so but it was uh, it was good they, everybody stepped up and it was it was it was great it's it's awesome to hear and I love hearing the stories of and I know we've heard it throughout this week I know Miss Skaggs you know was talking about how her teachers were doing it and how she got to you know jump into Zoom classrooms and see how creative teachers were getting. Uh, it was really interesting just hearing how everybody's been so adaptive. And, and let's hope that in a lot of ways you could learn from what you, what you had to go through in the 2020 to 21 school year. But in a lot of ways, hope you never have to go back to, to, that, to that point. I mean, it was the whole state because you talked to, you know, I would talk to their uh, transportation director and say, hey, how are you all holding the, the sanitizer on the bus? Oh, oh, we got this holder from Amazon. Oh, that's great. You know, it's, everybody worked together everywhere. It went just here. And that's probably the best thing. And I'm sure, Christy, you had the same thing. You probably called food services directors from all across the state and knowing that we did X and X worked and we tried Y. And don't you dare try Y because that's not going to work <laughs> yeah. when it comes to it. And I think that the the collaboration is probably another thing that was really, really helpful in the 2020 to 21 school year. We're going to dive deeper into some of the specifics about what the 2021 school year is. We are one week away from the first day of school as we'll go deeper into that. But first, I do want to hit some of the quick news headlines for today. We'll just spend a couple of minutes on this because I know that there are some that really do want to hear that portion. The CDC yesterday Step back, reverses course on indoor masks in some parts of the United States. As citing new information about the variant's ability to spread amongst vaccinated people, the CDC also recommended indoor masks for teachers, staff, students. Again, this is recommendations. Nothing has changed from Grayson County Schools as of 
as I, I have to say, as of 9.22 a.m. on July the 28th. That's correct. As of right now. Nothing has changed right now. So that's just something that the CDC said yesterday. As far as COVID-19 numbers, uh, first off, we do want to mention that there is going to be a free vaccine, vaccine clinic that is going to be held at the Grayson County Health Department tomorrow morning from 9 until 11. And again, tomorrow afternoon from 1 until 3. No appointment is needed Health Department is at 124 East White Oak Street. That's right there by the old judicial building. So you can stop in if you need your vaccine tomorrow. Two appointments there. As far as cases, Governor Bashir reported 1,273 positivity rate, 8.11%. Four new deaths were also reported, raising the death toll to 7,373. Grayson County's incident rate continues to rise, 18.4%. Red counties bordering wise, Ohio County at 35.7, Hart County at 36.8. Hardin County is straddling the line right now at 24.2 as almost being a red county. A Morgantown woman has been indicted for murdering a man in the 2700 block of Caneyville Road in May. Samantha Stewart was indicted by the Butler County Grand Jury for murder and tampering with physical evidence in the May 2021 death of 57-year-old Michael Embry of Morgantown. According to the Bowling Green Daily News, Stewart told police that an altercation she that during an altercation, she wrapped a belt around his neck and stabbed him multiple times after he made unwanted sexual advances at a residence off Caneyville Road in Morgantown. Embry's body was discovered by police under a pile of clothes in a bathroom on May the 12th. He had been reported missing by his family on May the 11th. She was also indicted for possession of a controlled substance. It's being held on the in the Butler County Jail on a $250,000 cash bond. Simone Biles arrived in Tokyo as the star of the U.S. Olympic movement and perhaps the games themselves. She convinced herself she was prepared for the pressure, that she was ready to carry the burden of outsized expectations. She ended up dropping out as the only as the women's team. She said she, she felt something off. She said we also had to focus on ourselves because at the end of the day, we're human too. So we have to protect our mind and our body rather than just go out there and do what the world wants us to do. As she dropped out citing mental health reasons from the Olympics, and I know I've heard some conflicting reports whether she is going to compete in some of the later events or if she is going to be done as far as right now. But um, the mental health issues was is what she is citing for the reason that she was forced to drop out of the Olympics earlier in the week. And then another, a little bit of good, uh, better Olympic news as Mary Tucker won the silver medal, and she is a rifle team member from the University of Kentucky. So there's a UK connection that won the silver medal. At the Olympics, as um, she had a teammate, Lucas Kuzineski, in mixed team 10-meter rifle. As Tucker won the NCAA Rifle Championship in both air rifle and small bore national titles. So congratulations to UK's own Mary Tucker for winning the Olympics. Now, I know both of you mentioned that you're not huge into the Olympics, but if you will watch, is there a favorite event? Well, I, of course, like to swim. And Swimming? The swimming stuff, yeah. Christy, I know you said you don't really watch this. If there was one thing that you would watch, is there an event that comes to mind? Gymnastics or swimming or not really at all? No. No, nothing. <laughs> and, 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 that's fine. It's not not for everybody. But uh, I, I agree, though. The swimming, it, I was watching last night. Katie Ledecky won the 1,500-meter swim, and I think it was like 15 minutes. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I can't imagine, for one, swimming nonstop for 15 minutes. 
let alone swimming that far in 15 minutes. Yeah. It just blows my mind. I could my float mind. for 15 minutes. But no. I'm not even sure that I could do that. Oh, I could flo- I'm, I'm made to float. So I float. <laughs> if you get me a floaty, I might be able to do that. Maybe go to the Litchfield Aquatic Center and jump into their Lazy River or yeah. something along the lines of that. That might be something. We're going to take a break, come back, and have a little bit more diving deeper into what school is going to look like starting next week. This is In the Know here on K105. Today is Milk Chocolate Day. It is Hamburger Day, which, I mean, sold. It is also National Water Park Day. I like all three. Yeah, I mean, what more do you need in life than milk chocolate, hamburgers, and National Water Park Day? The oldest fast food restaurant in the world is the White Castle franchise, which opened in 1921. And on, on also on the hamburger notes, Americans eat more burgers at restaurants or on the go than they do at home, which I think makes sense. I feel I, like that, I, I agree with I, that. I don't usually – I mean, I'll sometimes grill hamburgers, but if I'm out to eat, that's usually one of the go-tos when it comes to that. The largest hamburger ever created was over 8,000 pounds. Mm. <laughs> might be – might be a little bit too much. A little bit too much for me. Uh, Christy Hodges and Braxton Allen are our guest co-hosts for today as we're continuing Grayson County Schools Week as it is Food Services and Busing Day. And now we can dive deeper into some of the, the hard-hitting questions. And, and I guess we can we can just start off with, with the basic one. And, and Braxton, I guess this is more directed towards you. Masks. What's 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 the deal with masks on buses? Well, right now it is a... It's a Anybody who is vaccinated is not, do not have to wear a mask on the bus, and anybody who is unvaccinated are highly encouraged to. Highly encouraged. So that is the that is the words. Now, what other? I'm being co- careful with my language. Oh yes, I, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to prod you or put you in a yeah. spot or anything along the lines of that. What other COVID nineteen precautions are going to be in place other than that? Oh, we're going to uh, continue what we did last year for the most part. We'll have hand sanitizer available to every student. We'll have masks there. If, if a kid wants to wear a mask, we'll have them available if they want want to wear one. If um, you know, after the routes uh, of the day, we'll we'll still clean the buses like we did and sanitize them. And we'll still try to uh, keep them, you know, have a seating charge where if we get a contact trace, that'd be easier. Uh, try to keep them separated as much as we can, but uh, we're going full force. Uh, so it's kind of hard sometimes. I know that we talked the past two days is the quote-unquote good things. You know, it's not it's hard to say good things come out of the pandemic, but there were some good things. And I think probably learning how to clean buses mm-hmm. at a higher level is probably one of those good things. Not saying that your buses weren't clean beforehand, but I'm sure you're learning the different aspects that maybe you didn't think about or something along the lines yeah. of that. Is that probably accurate? That's accurate. It's not the uh, – yeah, our drivers do a good job keeping, like, all the trash off of them and, and stuff because, uh, like I said, my kids ride the same buses they do, and, and I don't want to sit in wrappers every day or nothing. But uh, – but, uh, but sanitizing, cleaning bus is not as big task as you think it is. Now, Christy, I know meals on the bus has been happening throughout the summer. I know usually when I go out to lunch, I'll drive past the multiple locations. I know I usually see them at the firefighters park because usually right when I am headed to lunch, that's usually when they're stopped. And it's fun because you see them at the same time because usually I'm on the same schedule. You usually see them at the same time. I, I, you were telling me here that in June of this year, 14,000 breakfasts and 16,000 lunches to kids 18 and under? Yes, just for June. Just for the month of June. 
Now, have you seen a rise in those since pre-pandemic, or or how has that gone, or do you, and, and has it plateaued, or is it gone back down, or, or what is kind of that you've seen the statistics wise? Um, well, it's up a little bit. I think a lot of that um, is related to the kids actually being in the Elevate program this summer because those numbers do include um, the Elevate. Um. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it, it, that makes sense when when you look at it, and I'm sure that, and I know you have in here that you really want to thank the businesses that helped you allow you to park at their place. I know that your know, parks are different, but there are some actual businesses that that gave you the ability to park there and open up to the community to allow students to stop in and get get uh, meals. Is that correct? Yes. Our, the community support has been amazing ever since we first started this. And, you know, I can't recall one single business that we contacted that says, can we park in your parking lot during this 20-minute window? You know, I can't recall anybody that told us, no, you know, we don't want to support that. Now, I know this year, as far as school lunches go, again, all students will have access to breakfast and lunch, no cost in the 2021-2022 school year. And there were also so, some extra information that, that you wanted to bring up as the household income forms. Can you tell me what that is? Yes. So previously, um, families filled out a free and reduced lunch form. But even though all students are going to get a, a free breakfast and a free lunch each day, we still want to highly encourage families to complete the household income forms, or sometimes schools refer to them as HIF forms, um, because there's so much funding that is based on uh, the information we get on those forms. Um, even Title One, our preschool programs, technology funding, um, fee waivers for exams, like at the high school. Uh, so it's just really important that families fill that out. Now, I know that while there is free and reduced lunch this year, or free lunch for all students, correct? Correct. There are still opportunities for parents to load money on for a la carte items. Yes. So, and, and how can they do that here? I have a website, mypaymentsplus.com. Yes, and there is a link from GraysonCountySchools.com food service page that will take you to mypaymentsplus.com where parents can register, they can load money on their child's account, and monitor their purchases. Now, I know that one of the topics here, you sent me a couple of items that you really wanted to cover, and you have one that is with an exclamation point. And I kind of want to know a little bit more about this. Breakfast burritos are back? Yes. So, so is, this, is, is this a good – I've never had a breakfast burrito from the school district. Is, is, it's a big deal. It is? Okay. <laughs> it's one of our – actually our, is our most popular menu item – and the kids love them, and with the pandemic last year, we weren't able to serve them, COVID especially at the, the elementary. <laughs> yes, because they were eating in the classroom, and you know, being able to keep them hot and get them to all the different stations, um, it just wasn't as feasible, especially short staff. So this year, they are back on the menu, and we're really excited to be able to offer those. I am definitely wanting to try Have you had one, Braxton? I have not had one. You have not had one? I have not. Uh, maybe you should you, try one. Uh, yes. I think a lot of, lot of car. I'm trying to do the uh, – I'm trying to – Again, I'm made to float in a pool, so I'm, uh, I'm trying to uh, adjust that. No breakfast burritos. Breakfast That's, burritos are they not. Have, a, they have uh, sausage, egg, and cheese in oh, them. Oh, man. I mean, how do you not want to try I, that? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Now, uh, special dietary needs. 
Now, every student is different. I know that when I was in school that I had a friend who had a strict peanut allergy. If a student has an allergy, it doesn't just have to be peanuts. I mean, it could be anything. Food allergies don't – there is no specific one. Um is it just best just to contact you or contact the school directly if they have questions on how to get some specialty dietary considerations? They can contact me directly at the central office. They can contact the school either way, and we have a good communication line there for allergies. Um, or if a child is a newly diagnosed diabetic or has some other type of special dietary need, we just have a form um, that the doctor can fill out on accommodations that are needed and will accommodate that's Mm -hmm. good yeah and and braxton i know that we are officially one week away from the start to school and as much as you're worrying about getting the students on the bus and getting them already knowing what time their bus route's going to be and so on it's not just your department affects the public more than any other one when you look at it what would be your message to the public knowing that buses are going to be back on the road starting in less now i guess we can even say less than one week now that's correct um Real quick, uh, you know, she's offering free lunch and breakfast. I still want to say that uh, I'm going to offer free transportation to all the students, too. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll still You're very that. generous. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. The first two weeks, as anybody knows, goes to schools to pick up their kids in the afternoon. There's lines. I mean, it causes a there's traffic nightmare for the first week or two, two or three weeks. But it all works out. It all works itself out every time. Uh, but, yeah, the parents and everybody on the road starting a week from now, uh, be aware of the buses and, and the mornings, early mornings, and, and, you know, be mindful of the stop signs. And Well, I know that, like I mentioned, the lunch portion where I usually, when I head to lunch, I pass the same bus usually almost every day at the firefighter's park. It was always funny that I knew that there was a, a bus Usually when I come to work that he headed towards one of the elementary schools, headed to Clarkson Elementary, and I'm headed the other way. And it was always kind of like we'd pass at the same time because we're on the same schedule and always be like, oh, I didn't see them. Are they early? Are they late? Or am I late? It was kind right. of always the, the way to tell whether I'm on time. Or it's a good time, late. Keeper. It is. It is. It, it is because they are – I mean, it is amazing. I know that when I was on my bus, it was like 710 or something along the lines of that. Right. And you better believe it's 710. That's right. They were, they were pulling in uh, t- to pick me up there. Now, I know that you are always looking for new bus drivers. Always. If someone is interested, maybe newly retired, looking for a hobby on the same time, I'm sure that being a bus driver is probably the perfect job for somebody who's newly retired, isn't it? I would, yeah, it's a, it's a perfect job for a lot of people. So for someone that may, maybe they're not newly retired, maybe they're just looking for some uh, a job, how can they apply? How can they become a bus driver? How, how does that process work and so on? Well, they can call me uh, at the office, and we can get them started there, or they can go online, graceandcaneschools.com, and apply for a substitute bus driver there. And then uh, once we get the application and get their paperwork started, uh, it's a little different now since the, all the driver licensing and CDLs in E-Town now instead of down here. Uh, so that puts a little wrinkle in it, but it's, but it's still easy. Uh, we do all the training in-house, CDL training, uh, school bus training, driving, all that's in-house, and it's a... Uh, Usually it's about a month process. Usually you apply, and a month later you're ready to ride. I know that my dad has considered potentially when he retires that being something that he looks into. Yeah, is being a bus driver just because I think you think it would be fun. I think also you know you're the king of the road. I'll hire him right now if he comes down here. You know it, it might be a little bit much of a commute, two and a half hours every morning <laughs> might not be yeah. his, but you never know. I mean I'll let him know though that he that that hey. he's got a job here whenever he wants. That's to. right. That's right. <laughs> as long as he can wash his bus afterwards. 
That'd hey, probably be his. <laughs> if, if if he wants to come in here and drive, I'll wash it for him. <laughs> uh, now, Christy, I know you had also mentioned this is something that I really don't know a lot about. So uh, it's going to be good because it's a learning process for me. It's a learning process for those listening. P-E-B-T benefits. Okay. That sounds terrifying to me. I don't know anything about that. Can, can, can you guide me through what that means? Okay. So it stands for Pandemic Electronic Benefits Transfer. Okay. And during the pandemic, the federal government decided to give money for the meals kids would normally receive at school on a card that parents could use the money to purchase meals for their kids while they were at home. Um, And that was based on whatever learning model we were on. If we were hybrid, they didn't get as much money as if we were completely virtual for the month. And they have decided to extend that for the summer months. So any families listening that has um, your card from last school year, you can um, check it to see if there's money loaded on there. Anybody that was enrolled at the end of May should have money on those cards. That's good. That's a really good thing for for local families. And really, when you think about it, it's one of those things that I I guess I didn't really consider. but, But when you dive deeper into it, it makes a lot of sense. That, that the government is doing this and with these EBT benefits because, like you, you had mentioned, especially in, you know a year ago right now, there was no in-person school. So there was no some of those free lunches and everything. So it does, it does make a lot of sense. So, and you said where can they get more information on that? Is, is that can they contact the school board or is that more of just using their card that they already have? Just using their card that they already have using their card that they already have. That's a lot of really good information. So buses and food, that's kind of your your update when we dive into that. We'll have a little bit more about food, though, when we come back. Lay's potato chips. Are we a fan? Depends on what kind. Well, flavor. We're going to find out. They've got some new flavors. We'll introduce you to those coming up here on In the Know. Did you know the 1912 Olympic Games in Stockholm, Sweden, had an event for literature? I'm out. Christy, would this make you interested in the Olympics? Literature? <laughs> I don't know how. Probably not. An Olympics <laughs> event. And I'm out. I, I don't know how, how that works. Whoever can read a book fast enough. I don't really know when it comes to that. I just found that very interesting. Talk about something that I didn't know when it comes to it. But Christy Hodges and Braxton Allen are our guest co-hosts. It is Grayson County Schools Week, Day 3. Tomorrow it continues. We're having a trio of principals that will be joining us. It's Clarkson, Lawler, and Caneville Day. So we're going to have a trio in here. And then on Friday we'll get Grayson County Middle School and Grayson County High School in here. And then next Tuesday, the boss man himself. That's uh, a boring show. Boring show. Yeah, don't don't boring listen show. in when, when good old Mr. Robinson <laughs> will be stepping in as well. Here's today's water cooler question. It is going to be your chance to win tickets. You get your choice between two tickets to Holiday World, two tickets to Beach Bend, or two tickets to Kentucky Kingdom. You get your choice when it comes to that. And you must be 18 years or older. And you must not have won in the past 30 days. And you're going to text in your answer to 270-259-6000. Here's today's question. When it comes to relationships, experts say you're not expected to do this for your significant other until you've been together about seven months. What is it? 
When it comes to relationships, experts say you're not expected to do this for your significant other until you've been together for seven months. What is it? 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. You'll text in your answer to that. Seven months. You're not supposed to do that. I see some some curious faces over there. I'll let you ponder while we... <laughs> I, I teased at the beginning. Lay's potato chips has new flavors. And we'll pull up pictures. And, and it's I'm, I'm very confused. First off, you got Cool Ranch Doritos flavored Lay's. Interesting. Which to me just don't we already have this? I just give me the cool they're, they're Doritos. Doritos Lay's. Correct. The second one is Cheetos flavored Lay's. Again, don't we already have this? And the third one is Funyuns flavored Lay's. Again, don't 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 we already have this? Honestly, I'd buy every one of those. <laughs> <laughs> now I guess it could be one of those things that if you prefer the the Lay's texture for you know like the cool ranch dorito one i, I can understand that the che- i guess it's all about a texture would be the thing if, if you don't like cheetos but i mean i hope do these give you the cheeto dust fingers too that's the best part yeah i think we learned a couple of months ago that those are called chingers that's what they, they named it right. chingers cheeto fingers uh so you said you're gonna buy all three of them i would i'll try every one of them christy are you on board with any of these or no I would try them. You would try them? If they're organic. <laughs> organic, yes. <laughs> um, do you all have any guesses when it comes to this question? Again, I'll read it one more time for you. When it comes to relationships, experts say you're not expected to do this for your significant other until you've been together about seven months. Anything come to mind? I won't say if you're right or not, but you could help out our listeners. We'll say go on a trip together. Go on a trip together. Okay. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Nothing comes to mind? Nothing at all? No. No? And look here and see if anybody has gotten it. No one has gotten it correct yet. We'll give them a minute or two more. Again, text your answer to 270-259-6000. Have you seen that Campbell's Soup has now gotten a new design on their can? No. Which, again, just seems weird to me. Uh, Campbell's Soup changing their can. They are modernizing the script on the front. Other changes, including the word soup, is printed now in a new font. Campbell's fans also can spot more hidden elements, such as Campbell's C in the fleur de lis and a slanted O in the word soup. So I guess the, um, I'm not even sure which one. I guess the left one is the new one. I'm not even sure now when I think. I think the left one is the new one. Is that right when we're looking at it here? I'm not even sure. I mean, there's definitely a difference, but. I mean, a can of soup's a can of soup. <laughs> I, I, I tend to agree with you there. And as this says, Andy Warhol, he's going to have to redo his... Well, I guess I don't think he's alive anymore, but we're going to need a new If we can't tell which one's a new one... I, I, I guess he doesn't really need to do right. a new painting when it comes to that. Okay, I'll tell you that your guess was not correct, Braxton. What about uh, Meet the Parents? Meet the Parents. In fact, somebody had just texted in that answer, and that one is not correct either. But we do have somebody... That has gotten it right. If you're, oh, wait, let's check there. As if you answered, if your phone number ends in 4689, you are correct in saying plan their birthday party. Plan a birthday party. You must be together for seven months. <laughs> Sam, to I'm get disappointed that, right. that water cooler question. Uh... So, so you're, you're doubting the, the valid, validity of the water cooler question. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Just a little disappointed. I thought a little be, disappointed. Yeah. Something a little bit better than that. Yeah. Are you all fans of Ghostbusters? Oh yeah. 
Have you seen the trailer for the newest one that comes out on November the 11th? Again, I, I don't. I never saw because I know that this is the second of the newest franchise of the Ghostbusters. I didn't see the first of the newest one just because I didn't want to ruin the. I mean, the classic that is the first one. But I know that uh, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray are going to be making guest appearances in this movie. But again, I don't know. I'm a fan. You're a fan. Did, a fan. did you like the newest? The the newer one was that the one with the uh, with all women. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes. Oh yeah. Was it good? It was. Yeah. I was going to say I don't think I ever ever saw that. And then the final topic that we'll cover here in this segment, Ariana Grande has now appeared in her first ever show promo for The Voice. Which again, I didn't know that she was going to be on The Voice in some instance. Is that a show that is on in either of your households? We the watch Voice, it sometimes. The Voice. Yeah. You, you'll watch that sometimes. Uh, are, are we Ariana Grande fans to whether that'll actually work or something along the lines of I'll that? I'll watch it with or without. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I could be a there. judge. I can, you could? I could be a judge. Or are you going to flip around? See, I, I just want to hit the button. And, I would and flip around, around on a lot of them. You'd probably. flip around on a lot of them. Now, would you be a good, would you be a good uh, coach when it comes to that and coaching them into success? No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like the sound of that. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to have your Today in History we're going to have chart toppers, and we're going to have your points upon her. Comes up and more here on In the Know. My points upon her for today. I guess we're talking about Disney in the break, and this ties in. I guess, Braxton, you said you went to Disney this summer. I did. So maybe you know the answer to this. Have you ever wondered why Tarzan doesn't have a beard? I have not ever wondered that. <laughs> but see, this is this is the point in the show where we have to ponder things like this. Well, because that's like it's an Donald important Duck. Question. Why does he wear a towel when he gets out of the shower? This is very true. This is very true. Why does Another the bull cardinal have teeth? Uh, now that you're you're speaking a ponderance that will get us very excited in here because like that is very true. Another very true point. But it just has always uh, struck me as weird that you would think that. I mean, he's got the long hair. He's all scraffly when it comes yeah. to that. But he has long hair. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But wh- why no beer? I don't know. It was kind of an interesting question. If you're going to be watching the Olympics tonight, as Christy Hodges and Braxton Allen are our guest co-host from Grayson County Schools, as Grayson County Schools Week continues, uh, the primetime edition, you're going to be seeing gymnastics, diving, swimming, equestrian, rowing, and then what they just call athletics. I guess that track and field, maybe or something along the lines of that. I don't Who know. I don't know. I, I just probably have three on three basketball now. Yeah, I know. I was watching a little bit of that. I think the Americans won the gold. Yeah. As I was saying, oops, spoiler alerts. When that happened? When they get three on three? The, the girls. Yeah, I think this is the first year for it. But I was looking at the men's three on three team and recognized one of the names, Robbie Hummel, from Purdue, yeah. who played. But it was interesting because everyone was in like their thirties, right. just kind of like I guess they can't put three NBA guys because they just dominate. But then again, the it's not like the USA basketball team's doing too That's well true. either. Um, your highlight in history for today, the crew cuts reached the top spot of the Billboard Pop Singles chart with Shaboom on this date in 1954. I guess that's big enough to be called the highlight in history. It's the biggest thing that happened on this day. <laughs> I, I don't make the rules. Uh, <laughs> especially when you look at this and then you think on this date in 1914, World War One began. I guess you don't really want to call that a highlight, though, I guess, because it's not it's necessarily a, a positive. It's an event. Yes. Uh, on this date in 1939, Judy Garland sang one of the most famous songs of the century called Over the Rainbow. 
On this date in 1951, Alice in Wonderland premiered, another Disney connection there. On this date in 1984, the Summer Olympic Games opened at the L.A. Coliseum. On this date in 2000, Eddie Murphy's Nutty Professor 2 was released 21 years ago today. And on this date, four years ago today, the Emoji Movie was released. I never saw that. And I know both of you have kids, so maybe you saw, you've seen it. But I heard it was terrible. It, it, I know one time it was on the TV, mm-hmm. no, but I didn't sit down. And, you didn't sit down and no, process it or anything? No. Is, did either of your I kids? I haven't seen it. No. And I, I, it was one of those that I, I saw the preview and was like, why are we – we really making a movie about this? And then I read the reviews and it was horrible. I was like, well, now I know that I'm not going to, to take my time and, and waste it on that. Birthdays for today, Jim Davis. You might know him better as the cartoonist for Garfield. Turned 76 years old today. Vita Blue, the pitcher, turns 72. Also 72, Peter Doyle. Turning 64, Scott Pelly from 60 Minutes. Turning 57, Lori Laughlin. And turning 44, Manu Ginobili. Turning 31 is Soldier Boy, the, the rapper. Big fans, right? Huge. Huge. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten, Beatrix Potter, who is the author of the Peter Rabbit books, was born on this date in 1866. And also Jackie Kennedy, Anassis, was born on this date in 1929. That's her Gone but not forgotten. And now for everyone's favorite part of the show, we jump into chart toppers. And we'll start out with 1954. And I was very curious. So we're, we got to play what, why this song was such a big highlight in history. And when I heard it, I recognized it. But we'll see if it actually works. This machine doesn't always decide that it wants to work. We're waiting. The crew cuts were not going to be Another Disney connection, because we can mention this. I'm almost positive this is in cars. The Pixar Man. Yeah, you're right. I think that when they finally like reopen the town, I think that this is a song, and that's the only reason I know where it came from. So I guess since it's connected to cars, I can give it a highlight in history, right? That's right. That's right. We can make that rule. How about we jump up to 1963? 58 years ago. Again, we have to see if, if this the machine decides that it wants to work. Now, I know uh, Monica sang karaoke yesterday for one of the songs I that I needed. That. Will, will, is this something that uh, either one of you can do if, if our machine breaks? Not at, not at 10 o'clock in the morning, no. <laughs> Not at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we'll see here. I Johnny Cash was number one with Ring of Fire on this date 58 down, years down, ago. Down, I like Johnny. You do like Johnny Cash? Do you like this song? I do like this song. I, I feel like... Can you like Johnny Cash and not like that song? No. No, I, think, I feel like... And I'm not really a country or Johnny Cash fan, and I like that song. Yeah, oh yeah. I feel like it's just one of those that you got to just kind of you know groove with a little bit. We'll jump up to 1972 with another classic. Maybe. We wait. <laughs> Lean on me. Bill Withers was number one with Lean on Me. Again, just another one. That, How do you not like yeah, that? It's just, for one, can I trade voices with him? I can't sing. But I can coach you. You can coach me into? Vo- yeah, yeah that's voice. right. You are going to be the voice. Would you spin around on me? Oh, yes. You haven't heard me sing. I've heard you talk a lot. You've heard me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, on this date in 1981, Rick Springfield was number one with Jesse's Girls. I'm an easy guy. Another like win right yep. here. Yep. I always feel so bad for those people who are named either Stacy or Jesse. 
yeah. his Stacy's mom and Jesse, because I'm sure that the, the brunt of jokes just keeps going on and on and on. <laughs> we'll jump up now to 2008. This takes me back to middle school. Which again probably shows my age. Katy Perry was number one with I Kissed a Girl. And I mean, maybe not quite as much of a classic as Rick Springfield or Bill Withers, but it's not a, not a, not a terrible song when you look at it. And to wrap it up, we'll go to four years ago today, which is kind of crazy to think that it's already been four years since this song came out. And we'll see if we can actually get it to work. Because this is another one that I, I might not... I mean, I took four years of Spanish. But I don't really know what they're saying. But again, it's just kind of a... I thought it came out last summer. Yeah, 2017, four years ago today. Wow. It's pretty crazy that it's gone by so quick with that. So Justin Bieber, Luis Fonzi, and Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Who doesn't love Daddy Yankee, right? Oh, I'm a believer. You're, you're, you're a believer, right? I gotta be. I got a sixth grade girl. Sixth grade girl. Is... is is he still popular? I don't uh He is my house. He is in your house? Okay, because I knew that I, when I was about her age, is when he blew up. And I knew that there were believers left and right when it came to it. And I felt like it was all the girls, you know, love Justin Bieber when oh, it came yeah. to it. So I appreciate you both taking the time to come and join us here for Grayson County Schools Week. Do you, is there anything that we did not talk about that you definitely want to to tell the public or any parting shots that you want to leave? Oh, just with my part, just uh, be patient the first couple of weeks of school with the buses and the routes, and we'll get them lined out and get everybody home. But just be patient with the traffic and all that. Christy, anything that you just want to say? I guess probably in a lot of ways, same, same thing, patience, right? And making sure everybody gets back into the food services realm. Yes, and I would also like to like to put a plug in there for we're hiring so if you want to be a substitute cook and um, maybe you want to eventually work yourself into full-time uh, go to graysoncountyschools.com and click on the link to apply so both of you are hiring for sub bus drivers and sub cooks go to graysoncountyschools.com we're always hiring always hiring you can never have too many when it comes no. to it. uh tomorrow grayson county schools week continues as it will be clarkson elementary it'll be lawler elementary and it'll be caneyville elementary Tomorrow, should, should should I be scared with those Great three? Great group. Great group. Eh, you got potential. Got potential. <laughs> got Maybe potential not, not as good as you two. No, 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 chance. no We're on hump day for a reason. <laughs> yeah, because it goes down it's from down, there. That's right. Because we got what high school and middle school at the end. Is that yeah, the bottom? Is that the bottom yeah, of they're the boring. <laughs> and then next week be, oh, I'd cancel. I can't. Oh yeah, with on Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it gets much worse than that, does it? It's it's uh, it's the bottom. It's last for a reason. Yeah. It's last for a reason. Well, uh, to close out the show for today, I have my pearl of wisdom. Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by ignorance. Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by ignorance. That is my pearl of wisdom for today, and that wraps up our show. Tomorrow, it'll be more elementary school principals. And here is Grayson County Schools Week continues. That'll wrap us up. So for Sam Gormley and for Christy Hodges and for Braxton Allen, now you're in the know.